Chapter 1 The Badge of Busyness On my way, sweetie. Pat brushed by me in a flurry as she delivered a tray of food to a nearby table at my favorite diner. The diner sits in the middle of a small town where we own a weekend home, about an hour away from the hustle and bustle of the big city. I come here to write, think, and slow down. Folks don't typically move fast in this little hamlet, except for Pat, that is. If you caught her during the morning rush, you would witness an impressive feat of multitasking. As she zigzagged from one table to the next, her movements reminded me of the roadrunner, who made a full-time job of staying one step ahead of Wiley Coyote in the classic cartoons from yesteryear's Saturday mornings. After refilling about a half-dozen coffee cups, Pat appeared at my side with her order pad ready. What do you have, sweetie? I answered quickly. I'll have two eggs over medium wheat toast and grits, no bacon. I'd learned not to hesitate. If Pat began to tap her pencil nervously on the order pad, you knew you had about five seconds to spit it out, or she'd dart off to another task, offering a polite, I'll be back when you're ready, honey. As she finished jotting down my order, the bell over the front door clanged its high-pitched tone, signaling another new customer's arrival. Pat politely barked over her shoulder, Seat yourself, sweetie, I'm on the way, and off she went. She didn't have a spare second to indulge in idle chit-chat. Pat did the work of four people, so there was no reason for me to take it personally. No one did. While I sipped on my coffee, I thought about Pat's familiar mantra, I'm on my way. In many respects, it summed up the bulk of my adult years. I was always on my way, busily bouncing from one activity to another, never quite feeling I had the time to unpack a bag, kick off my shoes, and stay a while to enjoy the moment. I barely had time to catch my breath before another obligation, duty, person, deadline, or task beckoned and demanded my undivided, ha, attention. I blamed my calendar for the frenzy, as if it were a silent master holding a whip, giving me no choice but to obey its schedule. In my own defense, I attempted to slow down along the way, recalling the countless sermons I'd heard about rest and keeping the Sabbath, but my bold declarations were always short-lived. Before long, I'd rev back up to my frenetic speed, with no rest and no space to breathe. As I reflected on my tendencies, I realized that something deep within my being was compelling me to maintain the breakneck pace. Something drove me to fill every brief pause or empty hour with more activities and commitments. I desperately wanted to put my foot on the brakes and exit the fast lane, but I couldn't bring myself to actually stop the frenzy. I hated the pace, but at the same time, I needed it. I complained about it in one breath and bragged about it in the next. Maybe that should have been my first clue, that something was terribly broken in my soul. I longed to be free from the busyness that enslaved me, but failed to realize I was the taskmaster holding the whip, not my calendar. I alone held the keys to the chains that bound me. Crazy busy and proud of it. Ask someone the simple question, how are you? And you'll probably hear phrases like super busy, swamped, overwhelmed, and wish there were more hours in the day. As a bonus, you might even get a play-by-play -play rundown of the overbooked calendar, spoken, of course, 
in an exasperated tone with a heavy sigh. Trust me, I'm stepping on my own toes here. I've been this person, and I wish I could go back and slap her silly. My rehearsed speech sounded a little like this. Life is pretty crazy right now. I've got a full speaking calendar this fall, a list of writing deadlines I probably won't make, the kids' ball games and activities that take up my weekends, and I just volunteered to help chair the silent auction at the kids' school.